Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. As a mother, lover, and agent for change with a passion for showcasing the magic of Black women and the beauty of Black love, um, Cherie seeks to demystify the stereotype that Black women can have it all and do it with style, class, and grace. And so, you know, you know, we've had love relationships, communication. We This is the love is segment, and we are excited to always, always have it. Normally, it's uh, 6 to 7. Today, we asked her to come on 5.30 to 6.30 because we're going to keep our love is segment because we have a special guest tomorrow um, at 5.30, which means I have to move some people from tomorrow into today. No, 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 we're moving today at 6. Huh? You're losing a day. Huh? It's Thursday. It's our normal day. I know, I know, I know. But I was saying that I had to, I'm putting a special guest in tomorrow. So I had to move some people around. Right. So I moved you from 530. Look at me in your business. (laughs) How you doing, my darling? Anything you want to talk about today? This is our last show of the year. Um, and I will say a couple of things. One, I am so grateful for this platform. I so appreciate it. And you and all the staff. Um, I think we've really tackled some hard conversations. I think we've tackled some interesting conversations. We had a bunch of fun. I think, you know, people have been impacted by our conversations. Um, and I think it's, the love and the life that I like to live. And I think as a result, we've been able to spread and shine that to others. Um, and I am just looking forward to 2024 and just continuing to have maybe some of those harder conversations. Um, those that are uplift, inspire, um, but also teach. And um, it's just been an amazing year. It really has been on so many levels. So I just thank you and the Word family and even adding Fahim to the to the conversation has been impactful. Yeah. And I saw a meme that said something about brothers and sisters. Can we not can we get along, but can we cease fire or can we stop, you know, all the hate with each other? And I hope that every time we're on, we're breaking down that wall of hate and opening up the lines of communication, um, grace, compassion and love. So I just wanted to say that. Well, thank you. So let me add to that and say that as much as we have been teaching, we also have been learning together Mm -hmm. with the folks Mm -hmm. on WURD. I want to thank them, too. Thank I want to thank all of you, because, you know, when I first decided that I wanted to do this Love Is segment, it was because WURD listeners came to me and said, you talk so much about black love and about Mr. And it's something that no one really delves into on a regular basis. Um, on air about us as a people. We see the worst. They see the worst of us and they mm-hmm. don't get to see the best of us. And when you talk about your husband, we just see what is possible. Can you do? So you then became the person that I, uh, I, uh, came to. You agreed. Thank God you agreed because it turned into something delightful. But what I've also noticed over the, the two years that we've been doing this, 
uh, particularly this year, because we really went deep. Lord Jesus, we went deep and wide this year. Mm-hmm. Is that I, I've been learning from people. People have been opening up and calling us and saying, this is what I'm going through. It's been transformative because people who have never talked about things that were on in their hearts that have hid things, hidden things just opened up and said, uh, mm. last year we had a woman on, and I don't know if she's listening, um, who was brave enough to say that she was living with a man, her husband of plenty of years, who was uh, uh, um, um, abusing drugs. Uh, do you remember her? I do. And that she, she couldn't, she wouldn't and couldn't leave him. She was a top executive in a major um, uh, 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 Fortune 500 company, and her husband's behaviors and actions from being addicted uh, to drugs uh, cost her. She had to retire. She literally had to retire. Mm-hmm. And she taught, um, I learned from her that uh, temperance, you know, because I was looking like, oh my God, how could you? How did you? Why would you allow this to happen to yourself? But she mm-hmm. taught me. She taught me, you know, to just pay attention that, you know, some people are designed to 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 help people walk through. And when her time comes, if her time comes to walk away, then she will know. Right. Um, We had Marvin who called in and said that his ex-wife was abusive to him and he lost an eye over it. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had we've had some amazing conversations. You and I have talked about our own relationships and the struggles that we've had. And then we yep. added Fahim, who talked about, you know, how men, when the relationships end, we think men just go off and go have a beer and say, I'm glad that is over. He was able to discuss from a man's point of view what that felt like. You know, mm-hmm. when the relationship ends and he had to back out the driveway so much. So a couple of men texted me and said, Jesus, that is why I'm not feeling the reason for the season. But he mm-hmm. is talking about what I'm dealing with right now. You know, for him is yeah. like, like he's giving the point of view and, and, and it's allowing men and women to find their vulnerable spaces. Yeah. And so to you. And now to Fahim, thank you so, so much. Um, we have, we went from surface conversations and talking about just our relationships to creating spaces for other people to come in and discuss what's going on with them. So I love you all dearly. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back. But so quick, I need to say this. Thank you to Tracy and Mr. for allowing us to have this conversation. You better come through with the cup. Yes, Sharamo. <laughs> yes, Tracy and Mr. Thank you for allowing us to be vulnerable and sharing your business. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Basically. <laughs> so we appreciate you. Hold on one second. You are listening to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back. Fahim is going to open up with a question with the Love is segment right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to The Source on WURD, progressive black talk media on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. It is our Thursday Love is segment. We started a little bit earlier. Margaret Livermore says, I... I like it better at 530. I, I can't do it. I don't know if Sheree going to want to get up at no 530. <laughs> 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 we meditate at this time in the morning. I ain't got to start working. <laughs> so listen, we're getting ready to start now. Uh, Fahim, what is the question that you had? 
All right, so we're going to keep the spicy conversation going. So this this actually comes from uh, a friend of mine that, that posted this on Facebook. And I was like, well, that's actually a good question because I'm sure a lot of people are dealing with this. And that is, uh, how do you handle a situation where the person that you're in a relationship with does not get along with your children or your, your children don't get along with them? That's a great question. That is an excellent question. And I can answer it, actually. I can, too. Dude, what are your thoughts around it, Fahim? Um, it's it's a couple different uh, variables for me. Uh, one is I think the age of the children plays a factor. Okay. I, I think uh, if the children are older versus versus younger, it makes it difficult. Because old, mm-hmm. older children, not that their opinions don't matter, but you know, at, at that point, it's just like you know, they're 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 grown. It's like you know, we, we're going to try to figure out a way to make this work. You know, <clears throat> as opposed to younger, where they're still kind of being raised, and um, you know they're they're still sponges, and I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's different with young kids. Young kids mm-hmm. is a, a different scenario. And then also you have to weigh out the reason why they're not getting along because sometimes it's not a personal thing. Like you don't. It's not that you you don't like the the child personally like um sometimes it's just the difference in how we raise our children like for example you know i'm i'm from i'm from the south i'm kind of more old school so i was raised a certain way i raised my children a certain way so if i date a woman that has children and she raises her her kids differently it could just be that the way that they behave is just so different from what i'm used to that the it's the, the behavior bothers me. Not that I don't personally like the child. Right, right, right. Uh, so, so you the question was, what do you do when you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't like your children? That's the question, right? Yes. Or I find person. that I, I I personally find that interesting because no matter the age of the child, um, sometimes folks can act the hell out, right? If they, they for whatever the reasons. But you also have to remember that the door will always be open at some that may or may not be. So I'm going again, I'm going to go all the way in there and be all transparent. So when my husband and I got married, he had been single for 19 years. Everybody thought he was never going to get married again, including his children, like literally. So when we he and I started dating, um, he, you know, everybody was like, oh, well, he's dating. He's just going to date her for, you know, whatever, whatever. When 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 it was decided that when when my husband told him that he was going to marry me, uh, immediately a couple of people in his family, and it's not just the children, sometimes it's the siblings too. A couple of people in his family started being real wonky towards me, right? And so what I I didn't say anything. I just kind of watch it play out. Um, my husband and I got married. Something happened at the wedding. One of the one of the one of his sons took his elbow and dug into my shoulder blade until it was hurting. I never said anything. Right? Oh yeah. Wait. 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 Never said anything and, and just was just was just awful. So this particular son, um, uh, uh, maybe a year or so later, showed up in our house and, you know, started screaming at his father. I can't believe you were you were never supposed to get married again. This was supposed to be our house, all this stuff. And it got um, without going into the details and the weeds of it. My Capricorn nanny of the maroon stood up in that house and everything went swishing out that door. Right. Except my husband and I. And I remember my husband saying to me and saying in the room on that day, I have loved you all with everything in my heart. I will continue to love you as a father. But 
this is who I chose. And if you cannot treat her well and get along with her, then you're going to have to go do something else. Right. Fast forward years later, that son, his father and I, we're all getting along. Right. So the, the message was to teach people how to treat you. He realized that I wasn't trying to usurp the whole family and take his father away from him. I was just lit. I was loving his father. And what that son felt was that it pushed him out of the way. Now, I'm not talking about somebody who <coughs> is five, 10, 15. I'm talking about somebody grown who was close to 40 grown, 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 grown folk. Right. And so we're at a place now where, you know, he can pick up the phone. He talks to his father for hours. He, he and I talk. He sends me really nice messages. Mother's Day, one Mother's Day, he dropped a card. And I, I literally cried. I was a, so I, I understood to a certain extent what I was not willing to deal with was the abuse. Right. right. The abusive behavior, the abuse, abusive conversation. So now but you have to be willing to um not make it so personal and not hold on to it. So when the child decides that they want to make a turn for the better, you as the adult can or cannot, if you don't choose to, we chose to in our family, open our hearts for that, that particular child, right? Everybody else is fine. My sons love my husband. They were just so happy to get, and his youngest son who looks just like him, uh, <laughs> you know, we all get along very nicely. In fact, um, the, uh, his wife, they were at the house for Christmas day, grandson brought a cake and he was like, BB, I can't remember how old grandpa, grandpa is. And we sat and we talked and his wife said, I know next week, Thursday is your birthday. I want to bring dinner for you. Like we get along as a family, but it was tenuous at first, right? Cause there's always in the mix of that, their mother, they had a mother who was on the other side of that going, well, you know, I was, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so even as grown children, sometimes they feel like they have to make the, the choice between the current wife yes. and mm -hmm. their mama. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we as adults have to sit and look and say, how do I navigate through this, trying to understand where the, the young people are coming from without making it so personal that they can, I can, we will never talk to them again or hold the grudge again forever and a day. There has to be room and space for healing, too. Right. And so once this the particular young person uh, realized that I was not a pushover and you were not going cut like I, I, I was like, get out my house, get out my house, because what is not going to happen is you're not going to come in here and talk to your father in your kind of way. Blah, blah. Like I set the parameters and my husband held fast to those parameters. Right. And now we're all doing well. Does that make sense? And I think that's the key. So I have from me being the daughter to me being a stepmother to me being a stepmother again. Mm -hmm. um, so for me being a, so the biggest thing is how the man or the other partner handles the situation. So my father and his last wife, um, she was very threatened by my relationship with my father. I was an adult. My children were, that's been like between five and seven when maybe when they got together and my father was a very present grandfather mm -hmm. and for whatever reason she was just very jealous of that relationship and as a result um there was a strain and a lot of it had to do with the fact that my father did not stand up to her in the way in which he needed to even though I had been raised, my father, that was the second wife, my first, uh, my stepmother, my brother's mother, my, my mother made it a point for us all to get along well. First of all, because I had to go over there every other weekend and she was like, they are not going to be mistreating my baby over there. So I need to make sure that I cross that bridge. And she did. And my, my, um, my stepmother's um, family is like my family. You know, that's how we raised. So that's the model that I had and the model that I knew. So when I got married, my 
my ex-husband had small children, very small children that he didn't even have that great of a relationship with. But because I modeled my mother and I know knew the children, I had enough sense to know children are not, um, they don't have to be the victims of relationships ending. I created a very good environment for his children. And because of that, my children and their siblings are like 100% blood siblings. There's no like step or anything. His kids call me mom. And, and, and it has a lot to do with how the adults handle it. Absolutely. Um, coming into my relationship with Tracy, he has three children, two by his ex-wife and then one that he had outside of his marriage. And they're adults. And um, his daughter is amazing. Just She just handles things with a lot of practicality. Um, and not a lot of emotion. And so, and she is, she loves her dad. So she was kind of like, oh, my dad loves her. You know, I will give her an opportunity or a chance. Um, his son, a little different, but still very, very supportive. He was in our wedding. And then his youngest child, there's still a lot of unhealed um, wounds there, in my opinion, um, that, you know, I think sometimes children, um, and it's in, in a lot of situations, children look at the hurt that you cause their parents or make assumptions about whatever the relationship was. And rarely do they see the parent that they lean towards. They don't usually see their fault and their flaws. So it's always easy for them all, them all to blame. Trace, you know, A, his, his drug addiction, B, his infidelity, you know, all those things. But, you know, Tracy has evolved and grown, right? And so they are still stuck in the the issues of whatever was happening at the time. Mm -hmm. And as a result, sometimes with the younger two, they flare up and, 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 you know, depending on whatever they will, they will flare up and be disrespectful. And I don't have that. You're not going to disrespect my husband on no level, in no way, in no place ever at all, period. You won't won't step foot inside the house that he built Mm -hmm. and not have good love and respect for him. And so, um, but I'm never disrespectful. As a matter of fact, I think I've shared on the show, I sat down with his ex-wife and we had a conversation because I felt like if we um, had a good understanding and there was comfort in us having um, a mutual respect for each other, then others could come along because, you know, people feel like they have to choose sides and they feel right. like they have it, to your point because of how, you know, how people are. And so I think for the most part, we've had a really, really good, firm foundation. Um, but I think there's still some work to do for us um, with his son. I think they're they're working on their relationship, but he and I haven't had a conversation. And I am not the type that says, oh, because we don't say it, it's not there. No, no, right. no. We need to discuss this. Mm-hmm. We need to have a conversation at some point. Um, and then I don't know what will happen with his youngest. But I think, but I say the man sets the tone with the person who isn't, who's an yes. accomplice. Because what my husband has also been is that that's my wife. And you are not going to disrespect her. You need to have a conversation with her. You need, like, he is clear. And, you know, sometimes people have, even adult children have challenges. Like when Tracy and I first got together and he was so, and he was very public with our relationship and all that, you know, a lot of people say, yo, you think, you know, and, and, and his love for me does not negate his love, love his, that the he love has, that he right. had for their mother. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of stuff that may come up for people that they haven't resolved that healing that people need to do that they haven't resolved that his actions 
um, brought up for, for them. Um, and so instead of embracing in some ways, sometimes people want to tear down or find, oh, you know, she's not all that. And y'all, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. But, but, him, but him loving me has nothing to do with not loving someone else. Yeah. It's just, it's our season now. So yeah. that has been a process, but it's been, um, us both evolving mm-hmm. and handling situations in an adult, respectful way. Yeah. Hold on one second. I got to take, I got to take a break. Cause we're like four minutes past it now, but that's what I'm talking about. The adultness, the, uh, we have to be adults in all of this. Hold on one second. You are listening to the source on WURD progressive black talk media on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be right back with more of the Lovers segment with Cherie Syfax and Fahim Gori right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Source on WURD, progressive black talk media, on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host. Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. It is our Love Is segment, y'all. And we are having, a, as always, a deep conversation. And this one, Fahim started it off because Fahim is a fire starter, right? He said, yeah. what if you're in a relationship and you don't like the children of the person you're in the relationship with? So we just had a long oh, conversation. Or the children don't like you, right? Doesn't like you. So, uh, you know, from I have to say, and and then Joanne Kem says, what if the, the if the children are younger, how would a step parent go ahead about disciplining them? For me, I have to tell you, my parents were together for 50 something, almost 60 years. Uh, my father saw my mother across the streets, whispered some sweet nothings in her ear. And next thing you know, I was coming. Right. And so they've been together <laughs> together. And I am I, I am under no illusion that my parents didn't have any issues as they were going through their relationship. But we all stay together as a family. So I don't have that reality in my life. Right. My, my lifespan. And even at this tender age of, of how old I am right now, my father is still very engaged and involved with all four of his daughters. He now has adopted two more. So there's six of them. And Margaret makes seven. He just adopted daughters all over the place. So so I come from a very steady, steadfast family. So when my husband and I got together, um, one of the things we noticed was how differently we were raising our children. And we had a we had a conversation, not in front of the children. Those grown behind men didn't hear a thing that we had to say. But communication, the line of communication was always open. We started our relationship communicating. We are still in that communication space because if we let things fester, then it grows out of control. So when my husband began speaking up on my behalf, the conversation was, oh, it must be Andrea. We've never heard him or see him do this. Right. But then they, as, a, as your family, family don't get to see you in that relationship space because they're expecting to always come and rescue you or make you feel like you don't have to blah, 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 blah. My husband stood up to be here. He's going to be here. He's always been here. And I had to step back, which is why I said to him, because I think it's as if his family knew half the stuff that I was doing. So I kept saying to him, I said, tell them nothing. They still don't know some of the stuff. If I hadn't been on the air, they wouldn't have known half the stuff that I was doing. So the assumption was made also that he was taking care of me, the blood of Jesus. And so my husband said, but what if I were? She's my wife. I'm not taking care of her. I'm taking care of her in the sense that I'm her husband, but she's putting her own way. But what if I was taking care of her? Whose business is is that of anybody else's, right? Right. And so sometimes family like to interject. But I think in his instance, because he was 
single for so long because it was him and his two boys, the Sanders men forever, blah, 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 blah. The house looked like, you know, uh, 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 this jockey's living here, football thing, you know, stuff all over the place that it was just going to be them forever. When they, he decided all of a sudden for them out of the blue that he was going to get married 20 years later, they're like, well, what did, what does that mean for us? So I, as the spouse had to kind of <laughs> sit in, sit back and say, all right, you take care of that and you handle that. And he did. He spoke up. He chose. Right. And and we we had many a conversations. And so that we could get to the place where we are today, where that particular child, you know, calls his father. We talk. I think he's flying in next week. Um, You know, we're, we're, we're doing we're doing the family thing. But it could have been awful if I had said to him, you choose either me or your child. Okay. Never, ever, 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 ever do that, people. Ever. Right. Yep, Don't you ever true. do that. That's always going to be their child, right? And if you're secure in your relationship, you, don't you then begin, you don't have to do those things. You don't have to put that pressure because as, as to Fahim's point, lots of relationships end because people are, you give them the, you are the child. Now, why the hell would you say something like that to anybody? Truly. You yeah. know, Fahim, you want to add to that? Yeah. Um, I, I, I second that. Um, it, it's, you can't, you can't be in a situation where you make, those choices where you give somebody that ultimatum or if you're the the, the other person making that choice also isn't smart. I, I feel like the only reason you should be like, hey, my kids don't like you, so we can't be together. That that should only be if it's something like serious, like, you know, almost like like some type of physical abuse or something like mm-hmm. that. If it's just mm-hmm. a personality situation, we we got to sit down and figure out how to make this work because. Like wrong folk. Yes, because I mean. Yes, that's a it's a it's a tough situation because it's two people that you love. It's it's your spouse who you love and it's your children who, of course, you love. But you have to think about yourself at the same time and your happiness while, you know, as to while your children's happiness matters. You have to realize that eventually your children, they're going to grow up, move out and start their own life. And it's just going to be you in that house. So if this is somebody that you love, that you truly want to be with. You got to hold on to them and and just have these conversations with your children. That listen, we're going to yeah. have to figure out a way to be a family, right? Absolutely. Sheree, yeah. what would you like to add to that? Um, well, and just to get back to Joanne's question, because I've I've dated um, men as my children were were younger, um, and the discipline piece that's back to a conversation. It's also back to an observation of how they're disciplining their own children. Again, far too often we get into relationships without having really deep conversations about, um, values, about, um, different things that are really, really important and impactful. And if you have small children, you want to at least believe that your values align with how you're going to be raising those children. Um, and, if someone's providing and living in the home, you know, there has to be respect for every everyone in the household. The children included have to respect the people that are creating provision and covering for them. And so while I don't know that I've allowed men to discipline my children per se, my children don't need a lot of discipline because of the way I raised them. Um, but I do believe that we had a united front in whatever the conversations were that needed to be had. And um, I've not disciplined a man's children to my recollection, but I've been given the opportunity, you know, the ability to have stern conversations because if the child is in my care, I need to be able to correct behavior. And as a as an adult, as the two adults, we need to have a united front. So we need to agree 
in private about what that looks like in public in front of the children. So there's not divisiveness there. I agree. I absolutely agree. I remember when uh, Mr. Sons met my sons for the first time and his oldest son said, I looked outside and saw what looked like a king coming out of his car. Didn't realize he was saying, that's your son? I said, yes. Uh, we were very intentional about the way we raised our children, uh, my, my ex and I, of uh, the way we raised those those boys into men. And so they're so responsible when they uh, graduated from college. Both of them only stayed home for six months. They're like I, I, the youngest one is like, I want to do what my brother did. My brother rolled out. He got a great job at Apple. He moved to Texas. He you know, did all he said, I want to do what my brother did. So he moved out, moved to another state doing his thing. And whereas Mr.'s children were, you know, and, and, and that's not a bad thing. They were still in the house with him when we became uh, a couple. And the, the youngest one had his girlfriend there, too. Right. So all these things were going on. And, I, you know, Mr. and I had to have a couple. He said, well, how did you get? I said, because I put parameters in place. My husband felt so guilty that their mother wasn't there, that he was mm-hmm. so permissive. Mm-hmm. Black Jesus. <laughs> He was so permissive. I was like, yo, wait, wait, what? They have uh, they have access to your account. They can't just go take out what? Wait, what? What happened? What's happening? Yeah. And and so as my husband began watching and as his sons began watching my sons, right? They there there became a mutual level of respect there. Um so that they could all work together. So it's a great thing. Like they don't see my sons very often because they're all doing their things, right? Um and so we have to our parenting shows up in our children, let me say it again, our parenting shows up in our children in the way they behave as adults as they grow up, right? And mm-hmm. so we begin to see the, the shift and the move and the, you know, it, it, it's when, when my oldest bought his house at 22 and three quarters, uh, you know, everybody started looking and going, wait, you know, uh, one family member said she thought my husband was paying for my children's college de- co- education. I'm like, no. <laughs> all of that's been taken care of. We're doing, we're doing what we need to do to make sure that our children are okay. So for those that are on the peripheral that are family members, don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Assumptions are never good and it causes a rift in the relationship and to truly sit and have the conversations because conversations matter. Communication matter. Not from a poised place of pointing fingers and going, well, you did this and you, none of that. Just sit down and say, I think we we need to come to a place where we sit down and talk about X, Y, Z. Right. Well, and, and we can't control the peripheral. Right. We can't control what the other people do. But what we can control is ourselves and how they're going to engage with us. And so, again, that's back on. So for us, for me, it was on Tracy to have some conversations with his family about how they would engage with me or how they yeah. would, you know, whatever they thought, how they would um express that and a lot of that had to do with me and him having conversations Absolutely. and me being vulnerable and saying hey this doesn't make me feel comfortable or hey the, you know because sometimes men are oblivious but sometimes people yes. are oblivious. we're just yes. around the family oh you didn't notice that they did this or you didn't notice that they did that or you know whatever <laughs> you know so um a lot of that started again that adulting being mature, having the conversation, sharing vulnerably, and then making sure that then he has the skills to have the conversation to be like, hey, you know, this will not, you will not treat my wife like this. Or, you know, 
I don't want anyone, I don't want my wife feeling uncomfortable or whatever the conversation needed to be had. But, it's, it, you know, it, it has been had and there's always respect when, when we're all around together. And that's what's important to me. Um, let me. Let me ask this, though. For the person that's in the middle feeling like, you know, the spouse is on one side, the children are on the side and they're in the middle. That's a discomforting feeling. It is because I, I, I had to sit down and say to my husband, tell me how you're feeling about this. And, you know, he kept saying it took me so damn long to find you. I, <laughs> I chose you. You know, my family does not get to choose who I am. And so here we are now, nine, 10 years in, in a marriage. And we, they're now all starting to realize how much we love each other and how much we the things that we have had to go through and do together to get to the place where we are now. There's a level of respect there. But I think there was this assumption that I, that was other thing because I look so much younger than I actually am. That was another thing that threw people off. Oh, she a sugar baby. What, what, what the hell? What what on, on me look like I'm a sugar baby, right? Like I'm pulling my own way, doing my own thing. But truly, I could feel him. He was sitting there. There were some days I looked at him and he was sitting on the sofa. And I go, you all right? And he said, yes. He said, it's, you know, it's difficult. He said, because I want them to treat you the way my your family treats me. And I just will not stop until they realize and respect that you are my wife, that I chose you, that it's going to be okay. And we're there now. We're, we're there. You know, we're, we're, we've had the healing conversations with a couple of people that have not that were not in our corner. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, because, if you th- because if you think for one minute or another, everybody's going to love you. And well, except for my family, everybody loves my husband. They will oh, throw yeah, me too. to the side. Mine too. Everybody loves me. <laughs> they would throw my behind to the corner. Everybody. Yes. They, my my friends, hey, I, they're like, you and Tracy can stay with me. I'm like, okay, thank you. My, my friends, their husbands love Tracy. And that's what I was trying to get him to understand too. You know, it's nothing but love for you. So you don't even understand. Right. It's uncomfortable. And, and Tracy's so introverted that I don't even know that he picks up on some of that or cares because it's like, you know, he's so introverted, but yeah, it, um, it can be interesting for sure. Yeah. Naheem, anything else you'd like to add to this before we move on? Oh yeah. I just wanted to, uh, uh, dial back to the, um, the discipline question mm-hmm. being, being the one with the, with the smaller children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a good question. Um, it, it, it's definitely a key point for you and the spouse to be on the same page. Uh, that's mm-hmm. number one, but also, uh, that's very important. If the other parent is, is, is still an active parent, you have to be on the same page with them as well. Because mm-hmm. just you and the parent in the house being on the same page, that could be a whole different thing for the other parent. And you don't want that issue showing up at your doorstep. So yes. like for, for my children, like whoever my, my children's mother uh, dates, when it comes to just like normal stuff, like, hey, you know, they made a mess clean up the mess. That's fine. You know, my son jumping around on the couch. Hey, get off the couch before you hurt yourself. That's right, fine. Redirecting. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. But if it's like a behavioral thing, like he's acting bad, <laughs> don't, mm-hmm. don't yell at my children. Bring, bring it to my attention because I'm still the active father. It's still my job to, 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 uh, correct their behavior. Bring it to my attention and let me deal with, with that aspect of the discipline, at least until me and you are at a point that I trust you with that. That's why it's, it's also important. You know, I, I know it's awkward. You know, people don't want to deal with their ex more than what they have to, but mm-hmm. it's, it's important that eventually the, the, the three of you or the four of you, if both of y'all have moved on, like everybody has to collectively at some point 
come together and develop a relationship because mm-hmm. it's going to take all of you. Absolutely. Well, that's what I was going to say too, Fahim, because what if things are happening in real time? Right. Some real time, someone can be like, well, let me let Fahim handle it the way he'd handle it later because right now we could be in a crisis. Crisis. But we could be in a situation that requires that someone, you know, if, if I'm if I'm at home by myself with your children, hypothetically, you know, if I'm the girl, if I'm your girlfriend, and I'm at home with your children by myself, and your your ex takes the position, don't do that with my children, but your children are about to run out into the street, or you know, like there has to be some. I think when people are getting serious. There needs to be some serious conversations, yeah. especially if they have small children that they're co-parenting so that everyone can get on, you know, a page where, and I know a lot of times it's pride and ego about don't do this with my kids, but any stranger, any friend would possibly discipline your children if it was the situation where they needed to in real time. With real, real time. Um, and real I think sometimes with the relationship piece, the emotional piece is the one where don't talk to my kids like that, yeah. but you wouldn't probably say that to a friend right? or, you know what I mean? So I think we have to think about in real time, what's best at that situation, because if you're on vacation and they're staying with your ex for the week, you may not be in a situation to be where you can, because sometimes children need correction in that moment. Yeah. Well, I, I guess well stuff like that. Absolutely. I, I guess I was, I was speaking more to just like, um, if, not so much action stuff like you said, you know, about the running to the street or anything like that, but um, just in terms of uh, being disrespectful, for instance, like if if, if they mm-hmm. told you to shut up or something like that, that's something okay, you know, yeah. where, where you know you can stand back and be like, "Excuse me, you said what?" And then you know, text him. I mean, not text him. Text me or text text their, their mother or whatever, or call and be like, "Hey, I just want to let you know this, this is what just happened." And then I still mm-hmm. had that role of being like, "He did. He did what?" Okay, thanks for letting me know. I'll be there or, or put them on the phone or something like you know. I, I'm still mm-hmm. like I said until me and and you have developed that relationship where I'm just like you got it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, there's some trust there. Now this is this is some real this is some real adult conversation happening yeah. right here because these are real life scenarios and uh-huh. adults have to figure out how to get outside of themselves to think about the children, right? And and working in one accord to make sure the children are okay. My friend Denise Parham James says, um, oh yeah, I've heard that too, Joanne Kim. How would you handle a child saying you are not my father, mother? You're right. I'm not your mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, but I am the adult in this house right now. And yeah. let's figure out how we're going to navigate through this because what yeah. you're not going to do is be disrespectful simply because I'm not the biological parent. My friend uh, Denise uh, would laugh and say, we are like the sister wives. My ex can call. My ex, my ex, my ex's wife calls me and we talk, right? What does such and such need? Because they, we, we can have a, a holiday party and we're all in the house. The, the twins uh, had their, it was either the twins having a birthday or we did a baby shower for repeat. My ex-husband and my husband were standing there trying to figure out this thing together. And it was just so heartwarming. That's adulting on another level. Right. Mm-hmm. There was no competition. Everybody was doing what they needed to do. Nobody was following one another around. We have to level up 
right? Uh, in our, in our conversations, do. in our mannerisms, in the way we walk and talk and speak to each other yeah. and get the hell outside of ourselves and our feelings and think about the children because yeah. in that house were children from three or four different marriages and all the children were hugging on one another, loving, and, the, and they were watching us as adults to see yeah. what we were doing, right? Agreed. And understood yeah. that we got ourselves together. Hold on one second because I got to mm-hmm. take a break. You mm-hmm. are listening to The Source. Hold that thought, Sheree. When we come back, you can get it. On WURD, Progressive Black Talk media on air and online at wordradio.com i am andrea lawful sanders we will be back with the final portion of the love is segment with sharice syfax and fahim gory right after these messages you're listening to the source with andrea lawful sanders on word radio streaming live on wordradio.com and the word radio app welcome back to the source on wurd progressive black talk media on air and online at wordradio.com if you're just joining us i am andrea lawful sanders your host mondays through fridays from 5 to 7 a.m we're having a rich riveting conversation behind the scenes as the commercial break is happening so next year which means next week which will be my birthday, January 4th, when we, you come back on, will be my birthday. Um, we are going to talk about um, what happens when you're married for 30 years, felt something is off, start, you hire an investigator to follow your husband and find <laughs> out that he has a whole other woman and a whole other family living mere blocks away from you. You get divorced. He takes all your money because you're making a ton of money and he goes and not marries the woman that he has all the children with. He goes and marries somebody else, takes their children and now ignores all his children collectively. Oh, it's a conversation in these Wakandan streets. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. All right, Cherie, what did you want to say towards the end of this? Yeah, no. And I was just saying that you're absolutely right. You know, it, it, I, I love, so being on the East Coast with Tracy's family, you know, it could be a situation where I feel uncomfortable, but, you know, we have Thanksgiving and Christmas. As a matter of fact, we were invited to his ex-wife's house for Thanksgiving. We just didn't move around much. Um, we went to his daughter's house for Christmas. We took his mother-in-law, his, his ex's mom, <laughs> my mother-in-law and us, because we live close together. We took them to, to his daughter's house and we just have such an amazing time. And, you know, it has so much to do with how he and I collectively managed and navigated me coming into, you know, into the situation. And let me say this, I don't take it lightly that I also had to be the adult in the room at times. And then from the standpoint of, again, getting over ego, pride, and and whatever insecurities I could have had, I had to be confident. So that was back to that healing work, my evolution, you know, having conversations, having communications, being willing to talk to people, being willing to reach out and all those things where now I just... I, I love that, you know, we're a family, like they're my family, like this daughter is my daughter. She's my bonus daughter. And, um, you know, I, I just, I really, really value and appreciate it, but it only could have happened in my opinion, in this healthy way through me and him growing. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Cause to, to your point, I have four sons. I don't have two stepsons and two, but I have four sons and mm-hmm. they need, they, they need us on different levels. And when they do, yes. we will absolutely be there for them and love on them the way they need to be. Um, the ones that are married, the two that are married, you know, we make sure we, you know, instead of buying a bunch of gifts, we give them some cash and we say, this goes to help towards Mr. Professor's tuition, which my, uh, my, uh, what is this? The, the second, the third youngest son, 
the second youngest son said, oh my God, thank you. We can do that. And then my third youngest son, which is my particular son, where we gave them a bunch of cash to help toward the children's uh, daycare. You know, th- there's a difference in the way we navigate and manage mm-hmm. with our children, but oh. all four of them belong to us. We have, Absolutely. we have three, four grandchildren, right? Not, not three on my side and one on his side. Like we've all the children, all the, yeah. right. We collectively have all the grandchildren. And so mm-hmm. uh, once everybody realized that we are as the adults, as the two people in the marriage, we're doing our work and loving on everybody collectively, then it began to work, right? Because yeah. people yeah. were making assumption. Well, this one, the one thing that stuck with me and I don't know if any of my husband's family is listening, is when we would have the family get-togethers at the end of the year, and they would all come together and bring gifts, and no one had gifts for my children. Mm. No, and, and I don't know if it was a slight on their behalf that they even thought about. So they were giving each other gifts, but even though we've been in the marriage for all this time, no one ever thought about my two sons. And they were, just, they were gracious about it, and they never said anything about it. But I need you all, when you're in families, to do that work. Don't just make it about, well, we've always done it this way. Make sure you include and incorporate everybody into the family gift giving and not just the ones that you've known and had for God knows how many. Yeah, no, and that's a great point because my... Um our oldest daughter has um, a gentleman she's with and they have lived together now for a while and he has a daughter. And I told Tracy, we got to remember, you know, his daughter yes. too. Yes, you should. Because I was that person mm-hmm. and my stepmother's family remembered me. And that's so important. So, yeah, it's yeah. about adults being a healthy adults. Child, really I'm trying to tell you. Yes. And we talk yeah. about in this segment, it's all about us healing absolutely experiences and in our inner child so that we can be healthy engaged in a healthy way as adults and humans absolutely well how can people find you because i'm now one minute over and i know dr miller is in the thing at Brooker's Restaurant, 5021 Baltimore Avenue. We have, um, so of course, it's Word Thursday, but we also have um, New Year's Eve dinner. It's going to be really nice. So um, check our website, www.bookersrestaurantbar.com. We are open New Year's Day. So if oh. you wake up, we come, 11 to 4 is when we're doing brunch. So we're doing late brunch. If you wake up and you don't want to cook and it's New Year's Day and nobody's open, we will be. Um, and then, of course, you can always follow Tracy and I at Just Facts, J-U-S-T-P-A-J-X. And that's it. But all it right. has been an amazing year. Thank you, my sister. We'll see you Thank soon. you. Happy New Year to all of you. Collective work and responsibility. Ujima, Absolutely. the third day of Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Thank Absolutely. you so much, my sister. And Happy New Year. Mr. Sambigan, um, Jambalaya. So we'll yes, please. Yes, 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 please. We'll, we'll talk okay. about that. So, all right. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.